0: This past weekend, the FBI director, Christopher Ray was talking at a chief of police gala. And he addressed the subject of a homegrown attack here in the U.S. due to the troubles in the Middle East within Israel and the Gaza Strip. And he said some really insightful things for us as a church community as to how we can play our part. So I'm going to play that video, but I'm going to come back and discuss. So this is the FBI director, Christopher Wray, talking at a chief of police association about the threat of a homegrown attack here in the U.S. So let's take a listen. We remain committed to continue confronting those threats, both here in the United States and overseas. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we're committed to doing the same so that together we can safeguard our communities. So really interesting there, things being said. I wanna pop the first one up. So the first statement was, in his opinion, based on the intelligence that he has, and bear in mind, this is the FBI director, uh, responsible for over 10,000 agents across the U.S., he says there's no question we are seeing an increase in reported threats. So I think we all come from the place, particularly in a church, knowing that we are very vulnerable. Everyone is seems to be in an agreement that we're seeing an increase in reported threats. The second statement that he made was especially from lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events. Now. A friend of mine reached out two or three days ago and said, Simon, do you honestly believe that there could be a Hezbollah, Hamas style attack here in the US? And here's what I know, and this is where I'm in agreement with the FBI director. In recent years, there has been so much validation seeking. There's been so much copycat. I'm not necessarily concerned about Hamas or Hezbollah here in the US. But I am concerned with those people that have mental illness, are easily radicalized, uh, are looking for a cause or some type of belonging. And they feel the best thing that they can do is to go and attack innocent people here in the US. And so, yes, I'm concerned, as everyone is, of a homegrown attack. But like the FBI director says here. I'm more concerned about those lone actors who might work in isolation because they've got mental illness, they've been radicalized. So I'm going to talk in a few moments about how we can do that. But as a church, my mind is always, this is the best way where we can find those individuals and bring them closer to the Lord. It might be harder with someone who has the ideology of terrorism, who's trying to change a Uh, political reform, which is what you need to to be a terrorist. Um, However, in a church, we are going to see those human behaviors. And I agree with the, the FBI director, I'm more concerned about those lone actors. And then the third thing that he said was, we all need to stay vigilant. As the first line of defense in protecting our communities, he said, you are often the first line to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing towards violence. And I would talk about the pathway to violence, seeing the change in their behaviour. So I think that was some great insight that he gave. And, and yes, again, I agree. We are the first line of defence outside of a house of worship. When we see things that are out of place in our community, it is for us to take a stand, to speak with law enforcement, to notify people of the changes in the behaviours that we are seeing. Because again. I like him. I'm more concerned with that lone wolf who is going to be radicalized. So my first thing I want to sound here, and put this on the screen, is that I don't believe we need to live in fear, but we need to have a word of caution. So despite everyone saying we are in a heightened state, there has been no particular threat to a US house of worship that I can find at the time of recording this video. However, People know that the threat is there and the threat is very real. So I want to say to you, we're not going to live in fear, but we are going to have a word of caution that it is possible that we could see a lone wolf-style attack here. Now, he mentioned for us being the first line of defense, and I'm going to say something now, Uh, I'm going to qualify, it, but I'm a former detective in the UK that focused on organized crime and terrorism. When I moved to the US, I was head of counterterrorism at Mall of America, Minnesota, of which we had a behavior threat detection program, a lot of people in houses of worship—I don't know if it's a law enforcement term—how it crept into the, into the, um, how it crept into a church, but people will use the term just doesn't look right. Here's why I do not like that in a church, in a house of worship. Who are we to say what is normal and what is not normal? We are all the same in the eyes of the Lord. So when someone says just doesn't look right, I don't like that. And here's the reason why. Because you should always be able to qualify the behavior as to why it is outside a baseline. It is 90 degrees outside. Someone's walked in wearing two jackets. That is outside a baseline for a house of worship. No one is doing that. That person has walked in carrying a box, carrying a suitcase. Their behavior is outside of baseline. As at our house of worship, people do not do that. Their behavior is out of baseline because they've walked to the front of a church. They've stood up when the pastor is preaching. No one does that at our church. Their behavior is outside of baseline, so I'm going to approach. So I really prefer us to qualify the behavior, not just say just doesn't look right, because what what does that mean, just doesn't look right? Um, In the eyes of the Lord, we're all the same we should be able to qualify it based on their behavior. Their behavior is outside of baseline because of one, two, three, four. People then say, I get it, Simon, I understand. Rather than just saying, it just doesn't look right, we should always, always be able to qualify our behavior. I can't think of many behaviors where we can't explain to someone why it's outside of baseline as opposed to it just doesn't look right. I've personally found when people use just doesn't look right, it can lead to discriminatory or biased um, viewpoints of us when we say that, as opposed to saying that behavior is outside of baseline, because that person's been walking around the church for an hour, 45 minutes. People generally don't do that at our church. So I'm going to approach them from position of grace and Christ and find out why they're here. So in relation to him saying we serve as a first line defense, I would agree and I'm going to encourage you to go looking for behaviors that are outside of baseline. Uh, eliminate what just doesn't look right. Uh, because what do those behaviors look like that you mentioned? Let me make this a bit bigger in case it's hard for you to see here. Is that we know that there's a pathway for violence that these assailants go through. And it's the manifestation of the idea of someone saying that I feel like I need to go and get involved in an act of terrorism or go to this house of worship this synagogue and cause an attack. So the first thing they're going to do is manifest that idea. The second thing is they're going to identify the target. Your church, your synagogue is the target. They're going to attend that location, conduct surveillance, plan their attack, practice their attack, and then carry out their plan. Generally, this is a pathway to violence that most of these offenders follow, Uh, and particularly these lone wolves I've been talking about. So why are some of these underlined in red? Well, these are ones that have behaviours that we will see in our house of worship or synagogue. So we have conducting surveillance. This could be people being found in restricted areas of your church, wandering without a purpose, um, asking unusual questions or taking videos, taking pictures on their cell phone of things around the church. We can see those elements of surveillance and then we're going to intervene. People often say, well, Simon, what's the difference then between surveillance and execution? It's really just the the outcome. They're they're, going to go from surveillance, they're going to go to rehearsal, and the rehearsal leads to the execution. And they're exactly the execution and rehearsal are the same thing. But these are the three things, surveillance, rehearsal, execution, where we're going to see human behavior. So this is the pathway to violence everything underlined in red here is where we can then play our part. And he mentioned he called for us to be vigilant. So what does this look like in our house of worship? Let's start with monitoring our doors and access during Sunday service. Uh, What about our doors and access during the week? When would one of these attacks be carried out? We don't know enough about the intelligence out there right now, but we need to know that Physical Security 101 is protection of our perimeter. So we're going to have people monitoring, stationed at our doors to greet everyone. Welcome to the church. What brings you here today? Look them in the eye. Find out who that person is. And if it's someone we can lead closer to the Lord, let's do it. If it's someone here with harmful intentions, they're not going to like that. They're going to say, this is a tough target. Maybe I'll go somewhere else and displace this crime. So we need to monitor our doors and access. We need to know who is inside our building so we can actually do what the FBI director called us to do, which is protect our perimeter and be those first lines of defense. And we're going to monitor the parking lots. My good friend, at Carl Chin, used to talk about this quite a lot, particularly from his active assailant data. Um, So many church crimes start in the parking lot and then they spill into our house of worship. So before someone even gets to our door, do we have cameras right now in a heightened state that can be monitored? Um, Do we have people that can monitor our parking lots on a Sunday, walk around and see if there's any unusual cars or see if there are any behaviors that are outside of baseline that need to be raised to our attention? See what I did there? Not just doesn't look right, are there any behaviours that are based outside of baseline? Could be a vehicle with different state plates. Uh, Could be an oversized vehicle close to the entrance of your church. Could be a vehicle parked on your sidewalk. Behaviours that you wouldn't commonly see. But we know that so many church crimes start in our parking lots. So we need to make sure we are monitoring our parking lots. And then next we have about monitoring the news and reports and intelligence sources. I did a prior video about this, there's so much information coming out in the news about the Middle East. We need to make sure that we are um, updated and we're well abreast as to what is going on because then we can then respond. The FBI spoke very openly at this police gala only this past weekend. We told us to be vigilant. He told us that he's concerned with the lone wolf and he told us that we are the first line of defense and we play our part. So, Let's make sure that we are monitoring the news and intelligence sources from your local fusion centers in the police, any information the FBI give giving out, any information Homeland Security given giving out, your, your local police, let's make sure we're talking, we're engaging, we're asking them questions. Is there anything that we need to be concerned about? Monitoring the news to see what may be happening here with ongoing attacks. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is making sure that we really encourage our church community to report. Now, I find that so many houses of worship are reluctant to do this. And here's, I think, the reason why. They feel that if I identify someone as being different than myself, then perhaps I'm judging that person. Or if I talk about this person in a certain way, maybe I'm demonstrating to someone else that I have a bias. And what I would say is if you focus on the behaviors that are outside of baseline and explain that this person is um, out of baseline because of one, two, three, four, very rarely will you be challenged in your reporting. So we really want to make sure that all our ministry teams are encouraged to report information, particularly at this heightened state we're in here in the U.S., because we do not know if an attack is going to take place in the U.S., and what it is going to look like. So, everyone needs to be in that heightened state. And that means everyone needs to play their part in reporting. So, really encourage reporting across your ministry teams and explain to them when you see things outside of baseline, just notify us, tell us what they are, and then we can then respond. So, before we let me put this on full screen here. Before I go out, I just want to tell you about these decision decks that we have. So, we have six different versions. Each of them have 60 different scenarios in, and they're aimed to test your critical thinking and judgment. So they are for sale on Amazon, or you can go to decisiondex.com to learn more information. They're a great tool for asking your team questions, how would you respond, or testing your own knowledge against these areas. Um, it's my belief if you can be better informed about what is going on inside your church, you will have some muscle memory to draw back on and you will have a safer environment. As the Marines say, the body cannot go where the mind hasn't been. The body cannot go where the mind hasn't been. These decision decks give you the scenarios to test your critical thinking so you can then in turn keep your ministry safe. So as always, there some of my views. I just want to jump in and talk about The FBI director's statement, I've broken it down a little bit for you, but what what are your views? Are you concerned that there could be a lone wolf-style attack here in the US? Uh, And is your church taking any action to prevent it? I would love to know. Please drop a comment below. But for now, you stay safe, you have a blessed day, and I'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.